Well, I think an entrepreneur can bring different thinking. I think they can bring uh, ideas and the energy to do things differently. I think they bring, uh, you know, various viewpoints on how things can be done. You're listening to another episode of Entrepreneur Empire, the podcast where we talk about the most needed concept of choosing to be an entrepreneur and how it is an important need and one that might be a better fit for some people. We talk to inspiring and successful business people who maybe have played on both sides of the fence and turn the experience and wins they gained as an employee into an exciting entrepreneurial venture. Or maybe they decided that being the number two or three inside of an organization gives them everything they need to be successful, stable, and lead the life they want. Go back to the garage in the house that someone else built. Advice, stories, tips, ideas, entrepreneur empire, dreamers who do. Here's your host, Craig Powell. I'm here today talking with Janice. How are you doing today? I am fine. Thanks, Craig. Excellent. And uh, why don't you uh, start out by uh, telling us a little bit about yourself uh, on a personal level, interests and hobbies, who you are as a person. Okay. I am somebody who likes to have a lot of variety in her life. I, uh, I'm living in Toronto right now, and uh, my interests and hobbies are around things like getting outside into nature, giving myself a break from all of the heavy thinking that I tend to do, uh, anything that can get me on water, doing kayaking, um, having some time to just walk and enjoy the outdoors and the forest, that sort of thing is uh, a lot of fun to me. One of my hobbies, though, is actually engaging in research. And I know that sounds funny, but that has been proven to be one of the key ways that people can play. I like to learn new things. And so that's one of the other things that I do in my spare time. Well, I can totally respect that. I'm uh, I'm a little bit similar in that uh, it doesn't scare me at all to go and do research or to learn about something new. I'm I'm constantly wanting to learn myself, and 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 am totally guilty of going to look at one thing, and then while I'm researching that one, I go off on little uh, go down rabbit holes, right, where you start learning about other things that are related to it, and at the end, you've learned ten different things instead of just one. So, well, it's a little bit of a discovery when we're doing sure. research, right? We're not yeah. quite sure where we're gonna have, find ourselves landing. I think we have to follow that uh, layer a little bit and follow the network of places that we go and see what we can find. Sure. So tell us, what do you do for a living professionally? Well, I am an entrepreneur and I am an intrapreneur. Um, I have a company called Bridgepoint Effect and we help leaders and their teams understand the mysteries of innovation and teach them how to use creativity to get that done. Um, so I act as the principal consultant in the organization. We're operating globally, and we work with organizations that are looking to go on that innovation journey um, and where they're looking to learn how to leverage their roles as entrepreneurs within their organizations. Excellent. Well, that's a perfect fit, obviously, for what we're wanting to talk about. So I was really excited to have you on because I think that's exactly what our audience is looking for on their journeys of balancing being an entrepreneur. So on this show, we, we like to explore the journeys, though, of people who have embraced their role as an entrepreneur and how that compares to maybe any entrepreneurial efforts that they've made. So in your case, of course, it's unique in that you are focusing on entrepreneurship, but but obviously are being an entrepreneur and that you've made a business out of doing that. So you've definitely played on both sides of that fence. Can you tell us a story maybe about what worked and what didn't in that journey? 
um, for how I actually got there or in some of the things? Yeah, I, I think I think specifically in, in that sort of transition and that you wanted to start a business, you know, in order to help other people, uh, you know, learn how to in, encourage entrepreneurship and foster those kind of uh, people in their organizations. I think there's a couple of things that led me to this. Um, I started my career, my early career uh, was at IBM, and that is a company, I like to say that I grew up there. I learned the whole concept of the entrepreneurial spirit uh, in that organization and had many opportunities to engage in innovation efforts that they were embarking on. Um, and as I evolved my career, one of the things I knew was I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I, I had the intention of going into business for myself. And um, I took a business degree with uh, a lot of emphasis on organizational change and uh, development. And I was doing work in organizations when I started my own business, where it struck me quite um, curious that when people on teams or leaders were de dealing with really challenging questions, things that had impact on how their organization needed to change or grow or actually innovate. Um, I found that when it came to thinking up alternatives or new ways of dealing with those challenges, that the sorts of answers that people were finding were the ones that were actually pretty obvious and didn't necessarily take them into the new directions that they needed. So what I was observing was there seemed to be an inability to think beyond the obvious. There wasn't a way for people to think more creatively about what it is they needed to do so that they could move into new areas. And so I got very curious about this, and it was something that led me to um, look at how do I help teams overcome some of those challenges? How do I help people think differently so they can get better results in their organization when they're dealing with changes that they need to make? And that curiosity led me to do a master's of science in creativity and change leadership. And I studied at the International Center for Studies in Creativity in New York. What that gave me was a really good basis and understanding about how we need to be thinking differently in organizations and practical tools to help do that. So that's what led me to start doing the work um, where I was working, helping people become an entrepreneur or understand how they need to work um, within their organization using these tools and processes to help them do that. Yeah, okay. And I think that that mirrors a lot of people's journeys when they start to realize, you know, that old adage of thinking outside the box. That's kind of a tired, cliche thing to say now. And and we realize when you really start looking at stuff that sometimes the box is the problem, right? And the box needs thrown away, and we actually have to redefine what the box is, or maybe we're not going to use a box anymore. Uh, and it's that kind of thinking where that was the first wave of, of encouraging people to think outside the box was the first wave of trying to have innovation. But then, you know, that gets normal and that gets old and people then get used to that as a thing and uh, and then they stop innovating at some point just like people stop learning right they stop learning they stop innovating and they get commonplace and they think that the way things are the way things are uh, and it compounds even further in bigger businesses as I'm sure you know because then you you know you get all the segmentation of different departments and people are on different floors and all the different things that that happen as a business grows and sometimes it's hard um, for innovation so it's hard on the big scale and it's hard on the small scale um, and it really comes down to frame of mind is would you agree with that 
I would. And I think, you know, I think we're victims of our own success in some aspects. Um, and when you look at how we've all been cultured, right, we're, we're taught to be fabulous, critical and analytical thinkers. And when we're in a situation where we need to bring innovation into an organization where we really want to be looking at how do we make change? How do we create that growth? How do we transform where we are to get us to a new place? It's not only the critical thinking that's going to help us. The challenge is most of us haven't learned, haven't been taught or we haven't learned how to actually engage in the creative thinking that other aspect that we really need to be bringing to push the novelty and find options to things and to go beyond that obvious. So a large part of that work that I do is helping people to understand how to build those skills that will help them be more innovative um, and to push their thinking, um, you know, but beyond that cliche of the box, right, to to know how to redefine the box, to know how to look in different places, to look at, at options and to go beyond the obvious ways to do things. I love that. And I think that's that's exceptionally needed in a lot of cases because sometimes uh, you're able to, to dream the dream, but you're not able to come up with some kind of functional way to implement the dream. That tends to be the problem. I tell people all the time, dream the dream, but also provide the bed. You know, you have to be able to take it to a point where you're creating an actionable plan based off of all of those things that you're uh, that you're dreaming about and that you want to do. Uh, and the only way to do that, I think, is skill set, like you just said. And and that's where it gets interesting because you know I think there's a shared skill set between entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs because in in some cases they're one and the same but sometimes you're attracted to working inside of another organization or maybe you've already given so much of your professional life to being somewhere and you care about that business and in some way you've taken on you know partial ownership if only in concept of that business and you want to help grow that um, and along the way you've picked up a skill set or you've developed skills that have allowed you to be successful in that role and to take it to the next step would be to kind of hone that and then figure out a way to implement all those things that you that you dream about mm-hmm. I agree yeah so tell us about a time or experience that that led you to realize your worth as an entrepreneur and focus on that you just described a little bit about your journey of how you've evolved to to figure out how to help others do that but for you was entrepreneur something where you knew that that was the word and that that was the concept or did it kind of take time for you to distill your thoughts around what it means to be an entrepreneur well it's interesting there's a lot of you know, I've, what I'm finding is the whole concept of intrapreneur seems to be taking hold more deeply in organizations. Um, and I think that's driven somewhat from the fact that a lot of the bigger corporations are looking to mirror some of that same mindset or skill set that an entrepreneur might have and bring that into their organization to you know, help them make the changes that they want to make. Um, I, I think it's a challenging role for someone to be playing um, because often when you think about it, what an entrepreneur is doing is they are purposely focusing on asking people to challenge status quo. They're asking them to do something completely different from what they're used to doing. And most organizations are focused around um, maintaining that status quo, right? We want to put processes and procedures in place so that we can manage the business and achieve some level of stability. 
um, and some sort of certainty in what we do. But then when we want to engage in innovation, we're actually shaking that all up and, and actually asking people to dismantle those things that they built. Right. So I think the, the whole concept of an entrepreneur is somebody who's, who's really acting as a change agent in the organization to get people to understand that there are new possibilities and other ways of doing things. And just because we've done something this particular way for a long time doesn't mean that it's what we need to be doing going forward. So I think the role of an entrepreneur is a little different than that of an entrepreneur because an entrepreneur is actually building systems. They're trying to make things and, and have them grow to support a new idea. Whereas an entrepreneur is asking people to dismantle their ideas from before and build up new things and, and, and conceive completely different ways of going about their, their work on a daily basis where the markets they're in, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great way, I think, for you to describe it. And it, and it fits in as I talk with people, um, both on this podcast and then just out, you know, in the world when this kind of concept comes up and we enter into these discussions. Um, it is that different frame of mind and how if you, well, for one, I think if you want to be an entrepreneur inside of your own organization, uh, or if, or if business owners are wanting to foster people inside of their own organizations to be entrepreneurs, I think that it is the frame of mind, um, like you just described. You have to look at things in a different way. Change agent, like you said, that's a great way to, to kind of put at it. But, um, to use another adage, it's, um, you know, it's kind of like that original business owner, or maybe they're, you know, they've been part of a family that started that business a hundred years ago, whatever the case may be. Um, they kind of built the house and you almost are coming in and some, in some instances and you're renovating that house completely, right? You're changing it around. Um, maybe people have been there. They know the layout. They know where things are. And it's going to be a little bit of a shock as that change agent when you start moving that stuff around. So the skill set, like you said a few minutes ago, uh, is a great thing because I think that it almost takes, maybe um, an even stronger skill set or a different one than even when you're an, in, an entrepreneur because when you're an entrepreneur and you start some new idea and you have a startup, um, you're the only one, right? You're the guy or the girl that gets to make those decisions. You, you say that this is the way it's going to be and you build it around that. Whereas I think as entrepreneurs, you have to be uh, a little bit cautious of the fact that you're going into an environment that maybe existed long before you uh, and you're having to figure out a way. So whenever you work with people, what, how do you approach, um, you know, instructing people or organizations who want to encourage entrepreneurship to tread those waters when there's long standing history of how they've done things and, and changing that culture inside the company? Well, I, you know, when I'm invited into an organization and they want to, they want to take this innovation journey. Um, one of the first things I do, whether you know wh whichever management level I'm working with or uh, where I'm working in the organization, the first thing we do is we we look at where are they and where do they want to be, right? What's the what's the change they're trying to uh, create as a result of this desire to be more innovative? And so we spend a bit of time with the organization or with with the, the leadership team. You know, looking at, okay, well, where are you and, and what's been working well and what are the sorts of things that you're finding or, you know, you're being challenged by and what's, what's the reason for making this change? So we get a little bit of a situational analysis where we can help them, um, you know, understand where they are, where we need to help bridge them to, what does that mean? And then the other conversation we need to have is, 
Um, do they have the ability to actually put the attention to making that shift and making that change? Because it's one thing we, that to say that we want to be more innovative and do things differently. It takes a lot of energy and time. And at the same time that you're trying to change things, you're also having to balance uh, managing the business and keeping the operations running, doing the things that you need to do. So we have to get a little creative on how are we going to do the things we need to do on a day to day basis. But how are we also going to create the change so that we can eventually move to that new state that they want to be? So first step is figure out where they are and where they want to go and who's going to be involved and how we're going to make that happen. And from there, we need to look at um, what is the skill set? You know, are the people who are going to be engaged in this uh, change, um, are they are they operating from the right mindset? Do they understand the sorts of skills that need to be brought into play um, as they're engaging? And what we know is that there's very specific innovation skills that people who are doing this work need to have. And so one of them is, you know, being able to be creative and draw on their creativity and to use that in problem solving and also to help with continuous improvement. But one of the other things that we need is risk assessment and risk taking skills. So if we're going to be changing things up and we're asking people to do things differently, the people involved in that need to know how to, um, assess the risk that they're taking and how challenging is it going to be to the organization and how do they move that change through even though um, we're doing things differently and there's the risk associated how do we make it okay for people to take the risk to do things different um, the other thing that we're building or looking at is what are their ability to um, build relationships um, how are they communicating in the organization how well can they collaborate because I like to say that when you're engaging in innovation and entrepreneurship, it's a team sport, right? It's not the sort of thing that you can do on your own. You need a group of people uh, focused on making those sorts of things happen. And much to what you had said earlier, the other thing is those implementation skills. It's one thing to have an idea, but it's another thing to take an idea and put it into the context of the organization and figure out how are we going to move that through so that we really can see uh, the benefit and the implementation from it. So um, getting people some level of education, giving them uh, tools and process so that they can do that. Um, giving them a language for innovation so that they can engage in that productively. That's all really important to that process. And then finally, when we've taught them some things around what these innovation skills are and how they can use them, we've got to help them actually apply them and start to use them within the organization. And that becomes itself a bit of an experiment and, and an innovation, an innovation process itself because they're learning how to change the organization at the same time they're learning how to be innovative. And so this is a kind of a continuous improvement uh, application of the skills and the process and stepping back constantly and looking at how's that going? Is this working for us? What else do we need to do? Are we engaging the right people? Uh, wow, that didn't work. How come? Or wow, that was successful. You know, what did we do right? How do we do more of that? So it's helping to give them that ability to, be very mindful and reflective on, you know, as they act in their environment, what are the results they're getting and is it continuing to take them closer to where they want to go or is it going to create a situation where they have to start looking at doing some things a little differently? I don't know if that helps there.
Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think that's good. Uh, and and as I hear you discuss that and, and how you go in and work with teams, you know, one of the things I, I notice about that is um, very much the conversation is working with the management or the ownership of the company. Um, and in a lot of cases, that sounds like the, one of the best case scenarios in that you're you're starting with that conversation at the top and that's actually, you know, trickling down um, where they are laying out to their team that this is what they want to encourage. And then they're kind of an open book in that way and that they are allowing for this change to happen and the discussion you know is something that's um, a proactive discussion that the team is all taking part of um, one thing that, I, that I'd love to have your input on is that as I continue for myself and for others when we discuss this um, to talk about is what about the people who feel that they are entrepreneurs? They feel that they have the skill set. They've identified maybe the changes that need to be made. They know that it's within their power to do so, but they don't necessarily have the buy-in from the ownership or management in order to do that. What would you recommend for people on how to approach that situation to kind of, you know, because obviously depending on how you handle that and maybe depending upon the type of person uh, that is that manager or that owner, you're basically going to them and say, hey, this really great company that you've built here, I want to change change it, you know? Um, and so I think handling that conversation could be a delicate one, but it's ultimately an important one because change won't happen and success won't happen if you don't have the buy-in and support, I would say, of the upper level management and ownership. What would you recommend for a situation like that? Well, you know, it's really interesting. One of the things, uh, one of the things I find is there's, uh, an overemphasis on, having ideas in organizations, right? Let's have the ideas. And so, you know, here you are, you're this entrepreneur, you've, you've noticed that there's something that you can do differently in the organization, and you know that you can't do it without the support of other people. Um, and the, 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 the one of the things I talk about is, you know, it's one thing to have an idea. The, the challenge is if you want to actually create change within an organization and you don't necessarily have the authority to start to make that change, um, you need to get people on board with you or get it, get them to understand that there's some value in your idea. And it's not, there's no value in your idea as an idea. There's a value in your idea in a context within the organization. So when you can connect your idea to the strategic priorities of the organization, when you can show that if there was some, um, you know, time spent to developing the idea, or you can help people understand that you've seen a problem or an opportunity in the organization um, that needs to be addressed, that if it's addressed, we can actually achieve these things, you know, better, faster, easier, whatever it is the organization's trying to do. I think you have more success. Um, one of the things I coach my leaders on when I'm working with them and we're, we're working to build entrepreneurship in the organization is I tell them flat out, tell your people you don't want their ideas. What you want are challenges and opportunities where we can actually look at what we can do together to get them resolved. And we need ideas that are well developed within the context of the organization. So, you know, an idea is just raw material, but something that's thought well, you know, positioned and thought through um, and given to a leader in a context that they can understand has a lot more possibility for traction. Um, so one of the things we do is we actually teach people a process that gives them a language 
to help engage in those conversations so that they can clarify what their ideas are. They can, um, you know, develop them in a way that's, that's meaningful. Um, you know, and they can, they can use that language to help those conversations and, and open people up to that. So it sounds like as part of your journey that you started to look at your own self first, as far as how you were as an employee and how you wanted to be, um, with your experience at IBM, like you mentioned. So as part of that process and journey, and then now as a teacher yourself and going into other organizations, what are the skill sets that you have that think you that allow you to be successful as an entrepreneur? Wow. Um, I think my biggest skill set is in the ability to be a creative problem solver. Um, I thought I was a pretty good problem solver until I went and I learned about this thing called creative problem solving. And that opened up a completely different world uh, when it came to looking at what opportunities and problems are, uh, how do we approach challenges, what are the sorts of ways that we can uh, get those taken care of or understand them or look for opportunities within them um, so that we can actually move things forward in the way that we want to do that. Um, so having that sort of a skill set has been tremendously helpful uh, in the work that I do, and it's part of what I teach um, when I go into organizations. It's you know, it's those creative thinking skills. It's the creative problem solving skills and showing them how to use those um, to actually work through the challenges in the organization and engage people in that process of thinking so that they can, um, you know, become part of that solution and part of that change in the organization. So. Uh, as part of the journey, sometimes for people when they're trying to decide if uh, if taking the role of an entrepreneur is the right fit for them, they hear these stories of people that were working somewhere and they saw something that was broken maybe with the business model or something that that company they were working for didn't do right. And they saw that as an opportunity instead to just break away, quit their job, go start a, a, you know another company to compete. And, and then they ended up growing faster and bigger and maybe they put the other one out of business. Business or or some crazy story like that and and they hear these things and I think they they think that it's expected that if you are gonna you know make it and you're gonna be successful then you need to have the chops to be able to do that quit your job start an, start your own company and and be successful for some people obviously that works they maybe have the ability to do that but as you and I both know there's so much more that goes into being a successful entrepreneur than just uh, if you have a good idea right sometimes ideas are just bad uh, you know, and you find out um, much too late late that the idea was wrong and there and it isn't a viable business model. Um, but then there's all of the you know all of the stuff with uh, with financing and having enough capital and there's just so many things that are pitfalls. But what do you think the biggest reasons that somebody may be facing and why they would want to choose to be an entrepreneur instead of doing the much more attractive thing of being able to say that they're an entrepreneur? Well, you know, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. Um, and and not everybody who goes to work in an organization wants to be an entrepreneur, right? Um, so I think I think there's a need in organizations. There's there's big pressure on organizations nowadays to adapt and change. Um, you know, there's a constant threat of being disrupted. There's threats around uh, you know competitive factors. There's changes coming. Uh, through different ways that technologies are being introduced. And 
we need to learn to be much more flexible and adaptable and able to deal with these changes as they come. And in or inside organizations, we need people who can help think through what those opportunities are or who can help to uh, give us some insight into what are some of the ways that we can respond to that. So um, people who have an interest in working in the organization and, and helping to create that change um, you know, are, are great allies to have. I think part of what we need to do is harness that and and get people, uh, you know, structures and and support within the organization for doing those kinds of things. So, you know, I think there's a, you know, who, who wants to go and work in a company that isn't isn't seen as being vital, right? Um, who wants to work in a company where they aren't open to doing things in a new and a different way when it might be better to do that? So I think having people like that in the organization is is really going to be important to the survival of organizations and the way that they thrive. And I think it's also going to be important um, to the way that people are able to be retained as employees. Yeah, and that's actually a really great segue because what are, what are your thoughts on how do you see the role of an entrepreneur being important for companies moving forward? Well, I think an entrepreneur can bring different thinking. I think they can bring uh, ideas and the energy to do things differently. I think they bring... Uh, you know, various viewpoints on how things can be done uh, differently. You know, it's it's one thing as a leader to, um, you know, see a challenge in front of you, uh, but if you're only relying on yourself to figure out that challenge, you're only going to get the benefit of your own thinking. You're not going to get a diversity of thinking. You're not going to get um, other viewpoints that are going to help feed the options that you might have. Um, and I think a lot of times the real answers come from people on the front lines who are observing what's going on, who look at things and scratch their head a little bit and go, gosh, I wonder why we keep doing that. Or every time we do this, it doesn't quite work out the way that it it should. And, you know, how can we do this differently? So I think I think we have to find ways to harness that and and channel that energy and interest uh, towards the challenges that the organization sees in front of it, um, rather than kind of hiving, you know, only certain people off to to do that work. I think there's much more to be benefited from if we can engage those entrepreneurs in a, in a really productive way to help with that. How would you respond to the idea that an entrepreneur is just a failed entrepreneur who couldn't make it happen? Well, I think I'd respond to say that's really harsh. Um, I don't think, you know, not everybody, as I say, is meant to be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, in my own company, I want people who are bringing thinking. I want people who are uh, looking for new ways to do things. I want people to uh, be going, hey, we've done it like this, you know, for the last year or two. You know, it could be better if we do it this way. Um, I've had cases where people who were significantly younger working for me uh, took a task and came back to me on, on processes that we've engaged in. And, and they've come back and said, have you ever thought of doing it this way instead? And they didn't necessarily have all of the expertise, but they saw that it wasn't quite working. And they said, you know, what if we did it this way? And, you know, surprise, surprise, it was a far better way to do it. And it was important to be open to it. But, 
you know, I just don't think that everybody is an entrepreneur. Um, some of us need to be employed by other people. And we also need to be willing or able. We need an environment where we can come and actually contribute to that bigger cause, something that's bigger than us. And, you know, so I don't see them as failed entrepreneurs. Um, I think the job of an intrapreneur is actually harder in some aspects than an entrepreneur. Because if I'm an entrepreneur, I can just go do whatever the hell I want. But if I'm an intrapreneur, I have to do it within a context where I'm working and getting paid uh, by somebody else. And I have to do it with respect to what their vision and what their goals are. Very well put. I completely agree with that. Again, I, I think the skill set in a lot of instances has to be even greater, possibly than, than an entrepreneur, because you have to continue to hone that skill set, but you also have to bounce it up against friction that you wouldn't have to do otherwise, uh, you know, if you were out there. So that's, that's definitely great advice. Uh, what advice though would you have for people who want to be an, an entrepreneur, but don't know how to have that conversation with, uh, with again, the management or ownership of the company that they're at now? Well, I think, you know, the biggest advice I think I can give is you need to work within a context. Um, having ideas is lovely. Having ideas that fit within a context or that can create value within the direction that the organization is, is going is a completely different ball of wax. And that is the place that we try to create value, right? Innovation is about creating value. So I think the entrepreneurs need to be focused on what is the value behind making the suggestion for the change. It's not just about the idea. It's about what's the outcome. What are the possible, um, you know, future outcomes we can get if we actually go and do something differently. So I think remember the context within which you're working and use that system to help to bring that change about and recognize that it takes people to do this work. It's something that you have to, you know, find people together to work on it and willing to have the energy to do it. Um, and I think also to recognize that the being told no the first time isn't necessarily meaning that it's no forever. I think it's just good feedback that the way you're approaching it isn't exactly the way that they need to see it. And so I think a large part of being an entrepreneur is having the flexibility to meet people where they are and show them that there may be other possibilities and in, in actually uh, working and, and getting results. I really value all of your input today. I think that you've made some really great points and, and there's a lot to be learned uh, for people that are wanting to take this journey, either just starting out or or maybe they've been uh, stumbling along on their own for a little while. And, and um, there's some really great resources out there. So tell us, what are some current or upcoming projects or events or news that you're most excited about in the entrepreneur space? Well, um, we are actually a sponsor of the Entrepreneurship Conference, the Innovators Group, um, and they offer a global platform to support entrepreneurs. And so we're speaking at their conferences uh, through the balance of this year. Uh, we're going to be in Atlanta in March. Uh, we'll be in L.A. in June. Uh, in May, we're going to be in Madrid and in... September, we're going to be in Sydney, Australia. So we'll be talking there around uh, the topic we're talking about is teams and talent, uh, recognizing and developing 
uh, innovators within your organization. And we're introducing in that concept some of the tools and processes that we use. Uh, one of the things that we do use is uh, to help people build that language um, and process around innovation is we use something called the Foresight Thinking System. So we're going to be profiling that in the work in the conference uh, work that we're doing there. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's definitely exciting. And we'll make sure and provide uh, links in the show notes and on our website, entrepreneurempire.com, uh, for information about that. So we'll, we'll make sure and provide links in the show notes for information about that conference, um, as well as on our website, entrepreneurempire.com. But what are the best ways people can connect with you personally or also your organization? Well, I'm on LinkedIn and certainly open to connecting with people there. Um, if they want to give us a and send us an email, they can contact me at Janice, J-A-N-I-C-E, at BridgepointEffect.com. Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, I'm Creative Janice, and I'm pretty active there. So if that's a way that people want to connect, certainly do that. Of course, we've got a Facebook page for Bridgepoint Effect. Lots of all of the regular social media. Yeah, excellent. And okay, so in closing, as a little bit of advice, what is the best advice, tips, or resources that you can give to people who want to develop more as an entrepreneur in their own world? Oh, my. I think learn a process for innovation that they can use across all of the work that they're doing. So you learning something like the foresight thinking system, uh, creative problem solving, things, tools like that that are going to help push their thinking and give them a discipline as well as protocols for engaging other people in that process, right? You can't do innovation on your own. You really need to be able to work with other people uh, to do that. Very good. Well, thank you again for coming on. Like I said, I, I think that your voice is a very important one in this space, and, and I, I greatly respect the work that you've been able to do personally and with your business, and I think people would be, uh, be hard-pressed to find a better resource than the, the content that you're putting out. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, excellent, and maybe we'll have you on again uh, down the road to discuss some uh, more updated ideas on entrepreneurship. Okay, thank you. Excellent, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to another episode of Entrepreneur Empire. I appreciate and I value your attention and I hope that this was something that helps you in your world. Look, the best way that you can help with the show is to rate it with five stars and leave a review for me on the iTunes store. Also, make sure and share it with other people who you think would enjoy being involved in this discussion. For more related content, make sure and visit entrepreneurempire.com like the Entrepreneur Empire page on Facebook, and follow me personally on both Twitter and Instagram, at Craig C. Powell, for regular news, inspiration, and information, and the Quote of the Day Breakdown video series. Until next time, stay humble and hustle hard.